When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. Silver stackers are buying this dip right in the, here in the middle. So I wanna show you some data that kinda of proves my point here. But as you can see here, this is a price chart for the price of silver going back to the beginning of this year. And, and for the most part, you know, from February until the middle of June, it mostly was staying in, in, a, in a tight trading range between 16 to $17 with the exception of one spike here and one spike here. But then afterwards, of course, the, the story completely changed and, and, and it went to a downward price pattern for most of the summer. And, you know, today is, is you know, just hovering above $14 an ounce. This represents a significant decline in the price of silver. I mean, if we look at a five-year chart, this is the lowest we've seen silver since the you know early 2016 after it's it's lowest back then under $14 an ounce. In fact, actually if I look at a five-day chart here for the price of silver, we, we saw that it actually did dip below uh, below $14 an ounce for a very brief period of time the other day. Um, now again, looking at a long-term chart, this is a significant dip. I mean, this is uh, probably the most volatility we've seen, uh, the biggest move we've seen in the silver market since the move up in 2016. You know, I've, I've kind of long been of the opinion that that when it comes to demand for precious metals, a lot of times what needs to happen is is you need to have big price moves, either big moves up or or big moves down. But either way, people people see that as either hey, well, I'm getting a really good value because it's going down so much, or hey. The price is going up, and I'm going to ride this, you know, momentum. Now, I I think you know dollar cost averaging is a pretty good plan um, all around. But I mean, uh, you you can kind of create your own your own scheme, your own plan for for when you're going to buy and when you aren't going to buy, or maybe not buy as much, or when you're going to buy more. Uh, but I think it's pretty clear that right now stackers are stacking a lot more than usual. Okay, and, and I want to show you some data to, to kind of prove that. First of all, just a quick chart. This is from the Perth Mint. Okay. Um, not a super pretty chart, um, but the, this basically shows their uh, gold sales and silver sales uh, going all the way back to, looks like, uh, September 2016. So, you know, as you can see, uh, silver sales are still barely recovering. As of right now, I think for, for August, it was something like a half million ounces, which is not bad. I, I guess, but but still, um, not not as high as uh, you know where they've been in the past. But you know, gold demand has, has really spiked in, in in both July and, and then in August uh, from the Perth Mint. Um, I, I think again, this represents people buying the dip, people buying uh, because they see the value at at these low prices. I mean, if we look at gold right now, around twelve hundred dollars an ounce. I think both are are you know. I think it makes sense to a lot of people that they're seeing these low prices and they are buying. Um, another thing I want to show you was U.S. Mint sales. Of course, we know that the U.S. Mint, uh, there's been this big story about how the U.S. Mint ran out of American Silver Eagles for the month of uh, September, I believe. Now, I wouldn't put a ton of stock into that. Basically, they, well, they didn't have enough stock. I think what what they saw is that hey, uh, American Silver Eagle demand has been down this year. Uh, it was declining this year from 2017, and so they 
uh, which was by no means a great year either. And so they just, you know, ordered fewer blanks. They they minted fewer uh, Silver Eagles because they didn't want a huge surplus at the end of the year. And, well, they ran out because all of a sudden there's a huge amount of demand starting in July and August and then September. A relatively huge amount of demand, I should add. Um, but as you can see in September already, we're, we're about halfway through the month and it's already over a million American Silver Eagles. That's what we're looking at right here, by the way, um, if I could show you silver uh, right here already um you know i don't know if it'll surpass august or not it really depends how quickly they get uh, this this shortage sorted out but you know of course that demand will go elsewhere i mean american silver eagles uh they thus far have accounted for for about 10 million ounces of, of investment demand for silver which is you know a relatively small amount compared to all the other uh, private and and government mints around the world i mean you have to consider there's there's the canadian royal mint Royal Canadian Mint, whatever it is, uh, you have the the um, British uh, Mint. You have um, some smaller European ones. You know, Austrian. Uh, you have you have the Armenian uh, Noah's Arks. Um, there's probably some other ones I'm forgetting. Some some smaller ones, uh, and then then of course you know in in the East you have well Australia, the Perth Mint, a pretty big one out there. Um, then you also have the uh, you know the Chinese Panda, and then of course some smaller ones that aren't necessarily minted by these mints, but you know these different islands out there. Um, you, you have the Mexican uh, Libertad, and then of course you have a ton of, of private sales, private mints. And so um, this is, by no means accounts for all, but but it is a good, I think, benchmark because American Silver Eagles are so popular in the West, especially uh, United States. Uh, but of course, if we compare this to past years, you know, it's it adds a couple more layers to this story. So this is 2017 right here. As you can see, um, we, we fell short of, of the demand for July, but thus far August and September have been uh, stronger than than 2017. Okay, um, so, so again, putting this in context, 2017 by no means was a great year. You know, they started out, I think, with a lot of demand and definitely petered out towards the end. As you can see, they totaled around 18 million ounces. And so when I say... I mean, it by no means was a good year, but, you know, unless demand really surges here in the last couple of months, we might not top 2017 uh, year demand. Now, is this, a, is this a big kind of secular trend where investors are moving away from American silver eagles? I think maybe to some extent, but, but it also is just because silver demand is down. But again, they're buying this dip. Silver stackers are buying this dip. Um, I, again, to kind of prove this point, this is organized slightly differently because uh, the U.S. Mint changes it from year to year, it looks like. But this is 2015. Okay. Blowing out, blowing the current figures out of the water. I mean, look at this. I mean, July, over 5 million. August, almost 5 million. September, almost 4 million. Uh, American Silver Eagles sold in a single month, totaling 47 million. You know, this year we're, we're going to what top out maybe 15, 16 million. Last year, 18 million. Um, this is 47 million. This is 2015, which was uh, a pretty high point for, for uh, American Silver Eagle demand and just invent, investment silver demand. Uh, as a whole, bars and coins. So, you know, it, it still is low, but they are buying this dip. And again, that's important because I've, you know, not only is, is uh, you know, as I said earlier, price movement, significant price movement mean something important for demand, but it also, uh, I believe that, that it's demand that's going to ultimately drive price up. You know, uh, yes, I mean, I think the paper markets have a huge control over the market and, and they can they can create all sorts of, of, of paper silver to try and control the market. But you know, at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do if you have an overwhelming amount of 
demand, right? And and of course, you could also throw in there maybe a decreasing supply as well. Um, so uh, this is, I mean, I, this is a significant, you know, uh, another piece of data I want to show you. This is actually from from my uh, YouTube channel. By no means objective data. This is there's plenty of flaws with this, but you know, I just did a quick poll in my community tab here, and maybe some of you guys voted. 861 votes. So that captures you know, less than one in 10 of my subscribers. And obviously my subscribers might be more inclined to buy silver, but I asked, you know, hey, on this recent dip, have you been buying more than usual, less than, you know, I think the options I gave a little bit more than usual, backing up the truck, you know, way more than usual. Uh, nope, just steady goes, I'm just gonna stick my pace, uh, which which might be more than usual. I don't know if, if it depends on how their dollar cast average and if they're, they're buying 10 ounces a month or if they're buying $100 a month, you know, but, you know, steady it goes, uh, maybe if it is $100 a month, they'd put themselves up in this category. Um, some people were still waiting for for lower prices back of the truck, and then 4% said, you know, they're selling. Uh, so, I don't know, I thought this was kind of interesting, by no means a, a, a great data point, but, you know, 861 votes, um, it's, it's not a perfect cross-section of uh, Western stackers or, or stackers that follow my YouTube channel, but, you know, it shows that, that right here you have, uh, what is that, 54% say that they're at least buying a little more than usual. 27% are still buying at a steady pace that they haven't buying at. Um, 15% uh, still waiting for it to go lower, and then the 4% selling. So I thought this was interesting as well. I mean, stackers are selling. You know, while, while I'm over here, actually, I have a couple other polls uh, to show you here. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys saw this <laughs> a week ago. Uh, this is a meme that I put, uh, just kind of created. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with you know, SpongeBob and, and the Patrick uh, meme, but basically what it is is you have this guy um, showing him, I think what the actual thing is, is he's showing him uh, like his ID card and he's like, your name is Patrick Starr and da 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 And then Patrick's like, yep, yep, that's me. Sounds right to me. And so he's like, so this is your wallet, right? And Patrick's like, nope, not my wallet. You know, it, it, just because Patrick's kind of a, a moron on the show. But, but, but what I had here is, you know, are these messages from large bank traders including to break the price of silver? Yep. And you agreed suspicious that JP Morgan almost never loses money in the silver market. Yep. So maybe this as well as other evidence, which I could go on and on with evidence, shows that COMEX is rigged. Sounds right to me. So silver manipulation is real. <laughs> silver manipulation is myth made up by silver and gold pumpers. Uh, that's just something I uh, created. Uh, and now I have to find a way to get out of this page. Oh, there we go. Got an X up here. But anyways, I had a couple other polls. Um, I actually had one uh, regarding um, path of, of Hurricane Florence, which is actually, as I speak, pounding the East Coast. So, um, you know, 15% of, of people voted at least are, are in direct hit or projected nearby, uh, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, potentially Virginia. Uh, we we didn't know exactly where it was going to make landfall when I when I asked this, but but certainly um, stay safe if you're doing that. If if you're watching my YouTube channel still, uh, well, hopefully uh, you guys still have power and, and everything, and you haven't lost cell service or internet or whatever. Uh, but but certainly um, prayers definitely go out to those that are that are involved in that storm. And then um, one other thing I actually want to show you guys is is a poll I put out yesterday. Uh, basically said, hey guys. I'm buying 20 ounces of silver and you guys are deciding what, you know, to some extent, because I'm giving them the options. Um, but, but, you know, I haven't bought it yet. So there's still time for you to vote on this one. It should be right at the top. You go to my YouTube channel, go to community tab, and you can vote on, on what you want to, uh, what you want me to see, what you want to see me buy. You know, generic rounds um, seem to be winning it right now. American Silver Eagles are, 
creeping up, I guess. Uh, maybe we can refresh this. I don't know if we're going to have any more votes. Uh, we have 549 votes thus far. Uh, see, we're at 562. All right. So, yeah, generic and silver rounds still appear to be uh, winning it right now. Actually, I, I put these up here because I think part of me wanted to get these Republic of Chad Lions. And I've had some people comment, like, those are beautiful. But, you know, I said you guys could decide. So, I guess I'll just be getting some plain generic rounds. Maybe I'll actually show you these. Um, eBay, uh, Republic. Oh, here we go. Yeah, these are what I was talking about. I, I think they look pretty great. Now, when you see these these coins minted from a lot of, of mints around the world, uh, no, I don't think the Republic of Chad has a mint that that is uh, they're not actively minting these these rounds. I'm sure they authorize them. I know they have like a face value in uh, uh, francs, francs, whatever, um, right here. Uh, so I don't know the whole you know how that works, but um, I'm relatively certain that I read that these were yeah sunshine minting, you know. So, that, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. Um, same thing goes for, like, the Ar Armenian uh, Noah's Arks. Uh, Armenia, as far as I know, is, is not minting those. I'm sure they've authorized them. I'm sure maybe some Armenians buy them. But I, I don't know how many uh, citizens of the Republic of Chad are, are buying these coins. Maybe. I don't know. But, but the Armenian Noah's Arks are actually minted by uh, Geiger, uh, a fairly well-known um, uh, mint over in Europe. So... I just thought that was interesting, but I thought these were great looking coins and, and, you know, how, how many, how many great looking coins do you see these days that don't have the queen's face on the other side, you know, instead they have the public of Chad here. So, um, I, I thought they were pretty cool and I'll probably be buying some in the future. Look, capped at 50,000 minted, which is a relatively high mintage, but you know, when you compare it to like a uh, Kookaburra, which is, I think limited at, at 300,000, um, and some other pretty high up there ones, or, or some that aren't even capped in the first place. You know, uh, fifty thousand. I don't know, but I like them. You know, they look great. But but anyways, getting back to the topic of the video. Yeah, so you guys pick generic rounds. Um, the the final thing I want to show you is that like yeah, as important as these sales are. You know, it's an extra ten million dollars or ten million ounces of demand. And and you know, when when it all said and done at the end of the year, let's say let's say fifteen million ounces. In American Silver Eagles, and you know, for the Perth Mint, you know, let's say, mm, let's say they average maybe ten million ounces from from the Perth Mint. I don't know. That's just a ballpark guess. It could be more. It could be less. I'm not going to add all these up right now. So you have ten million there. You have fifteen million here. Uh, that's twenty five million ounces of demand. Um, and then you add up all those other mints and whatever. Um, they're they're not. It's not an insignificant amount of demand. Demand from the West is is still there, and and we're seeing it maybe increase a bit on this dip. But you, I think going forward, we, the West needs a a a big event. Yeah, I, I think of something like a stock market crash, right? A recession, large threats of inflation in countries like the U.S. and many European countries, um, Canada. They need those types of threats before we see demand really pick up again, right? Just kind of like how, how leading up to the Great Recession, uh, silver demand was, was very, very low. But then following it, all of a sudden, it really caught on and you saw a huge amount of demand, right? You know, eventually peaking around 2014, 2015. I think we, we kind of need that again. That, uh, people realize that, that their paper assets, their stocks, bonds, 
um, IRAs, 401ks, uh, even pensions are, are not as safe as they thought they were and that they need to to hedge somehow, right? And, and you know, it, it would help if silver had some upward momentum at the time as well. And so it wasn't just going down like all these other paper assets. But, you know, I think that's what we kind of need. But in the meantime, you know, there are people out there that are going to buy this dip. And, and notably, it's India. I mean, I, I did a video on India. This is from Smell, by the way, who I will be, uh, Lewis from over there, I'll be actually kind of having a discussion that would we'll be taping for uh, actually later on today. And I'll be publishing it probably tomorrow. Uh, but basically, the, they've been importing a ton of silver thus far. This was um, through the month of June. We're still waiting for updated data. But, but through the month of June, uh, India's on a pace to uh, import something like uh, 250 million ounces. Now, it's not all investment demand. Plenty of it's industrial demand and whatnot. There, there is investment demand in there just because of, of China's, or sorry, India's, um, uh, their disposition, their cultural disposition to uh physical assets like silver and gold. Uh, but, but they're on pace for 250 million ounces. They were at 125 million ounces roughly uh, halfway through the year. And that very well could go much higher because of this dip because they can buy more or they see this dip and they want to buy more, right? Uh, 250 million ounces plus, that's a huge amount. I mean, keep in mind that yearly supply from mines and from scrap, scrap silver is, is roughly a billion ounces. So that's like a, a quarter of all demand going to India or sorry, a quarter of all supply, quarter of all demand basically coming from India. Uh, that's that's significant, right? And it could go even higher through the end of the year. So so I, I would keep an eye on these silver imports into India. And, and you know, with these low prices, I think they are, are savvy buyers, especially those of them are buying them for investment purposes, not unlike uh, China and, and Chinese government citizens that are buying gold when gold is very low. Whereas a lot, I think a lot of Western money Western investors are content with their paper assets for the time being, uh, but but eventually I think we're going to certainly see a shift uh, away from paper into gold. Certainly, in if nothing else, in the price, right? The price of paper will uh, the the ratio between let's say the S and P five hundred and gold or silver or whatever, um, I think absolutely will will shrink, right? And and silver and gold don't even necessarily need to go up in that scenario. I think eventually they will, but but they don't even necessarily need to go up because you know if, if the S and P five hundred or Dow Jones or whatever is going down, then of course that ratio is going to shrink, and, and you're going to see uh, metals outperform uh, paper assets, many paper assets. So you know I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. Uh, be sure to vote on this. Maybe if enough of you guys vote up uh, the Republic of Chad coins. Before I buy, maybe I'll end up buying those instead of generics or American Silver Eagles. I don't know. Yeah, quite a few votes to overcome. But uh, I love your feedback on these polls, and I'm, I'm happy to have you guys here watching. If you enjoy my work, if you enjoy my my channel, certainly um, certainly uh, like, comment, subscribe to this video. If you're looking for, for other ways to support me, um, there's also a link down below in the description. It'll say 10-ounce silver bar at spot from SD Bullion. But it's actually, and I'll show you guys real quick. Um, let's see here, Austrian, it's a deal on Austrian Philharmonics, really great deal actually, and it's like, buy 19, get the 20th free, which works out to a, an excellent price, okay, even if you're buying with credit card or debit card or whatever, and PayPal, and you have their shipping charge, you know, that's $330 roughly for uh, 20 Philharmonics. I mean, somebody do the math on that. That's um, a little over $16. But then, of course, if you use check or wire or whatever, you get an even lower price on that. So certainly a great deal. There's a link below in the description to that. 
Um, and then finally, uh, another way to support me would be over on Patreon, where you can support me on a monthly basis. Um, check it out. There's some cool perks over there. By no means feel feel like you need to. I'm happy to have you guys here in the first place. I've always been saying that. But um, it is there if, if you want to go above and beyond. But but again, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for being here in the first place and watching my videos, subscribing and supporting me. And God bless.